Hey guys, Meredith here. It's about 6.10 on Friday morning. Just got back from a workout at Octane and a short run. I'm sitting on the back porch drinking my protein shake. Thought I'd catch all up on this morning's workout. So yesterday, planned to do a little more anchoring, but the day kind of got away from me. But I started off uh, just with a recap of the morning and how it was kind of wild and there was that loose dog who licked me when I was trying to run. Uh, well, that dog also took my shoe from our garage, one of my running shoes, and carried it about, you know, a little bit just in front of our house. But I happened to be in the garage. I looked down, noticed one of my shoes was missing. I keep my running shoes right by our back door. And our garage noticed the shoe was missing, was like, oh, man, I know that dog had something to do with this. Sure enough, looked out, and it was just down out in the street. <laughs> so I'm glad I realized it and glad I was able to get it back and that I didn't take it any further. But uh, So anyway, went and grabbed the shoe was ready for the workout this morning. Um, so at Octane, we had, let's see what it was. It was an 800-meter run, then 40 sit-ups, then another 800-meter run, then 80 double-unders, then an 800-meter run, and then 40 sit-ups. So all in all, about a mile and a half of 800-meter sprints. So I really enjoyed that workout. Ran there, ran home, did a little bit extra on the backside running home, just ran maybe half a mile more, all told probably about three miles in for the morning. So got all that done. I'm getting ready for tomorrow. I've got a long run, nine miles on the schedule, and I'm planning to do it down at Forsyth Park in Monroe. Uh, park there and run on the levees. There's also a mountain bike trail, which I think there's a, like a mountain bike event happening tonight. So I'm not sure what the status or the... Um, I, just what the state of the trails would be like could be kind of crazy in the morning. So planning to do that. I got my mighty Spotify player in yesterday, so I'm going to try to get that set up and get it ready for tomorrow's run. I'll probably bring the iPod along as a backup. But, yeah, so I'll check in probably later today or definitely on the way to the park in the morning getting ready for the run. But I'm about to uh, end this recording and start one on training plans. So I had a, a friend ask about training plans, so I thought I'd do some recording on that. Hey guys, here to talk about training plans. And I'm outside and the mosquitoes are kind of crazy, so I'm going to try to keep this brief. I want to talk a little bit about training plan 101. Uh, my friend Matt Stone from over in Ruston emailed or sent me a Facebook message asking to talk about training plans and I uh, am glad to I love training plans and they are can be really complicated or simple it's kind of what you make it so he is getting ready to um, train I think he's planning to do an Ironman ultimately but Matt has been killing it this summer he's lost a ton of weight he's been doing 5k's did a couple triathlons saw him at the River Cities triathlon in uh, Shreveport just a few weeks ago so we are super proud of him and all that he's done on the road to getting healthy but so just thought give a little bit of a breakdown on training plans and what I look for when constructing one um, so training plan 101 all right so number one is you got to determine what you're training for and when it is that is key you need to know does it need to be 12 weeks 18 weeks uh, those are kind of the standard plans. Do you need to string a couple plans together? Are you getting ready for something pretty big? Like me, I'm training for this 50 miler in February, but I started training for it in August of, you know, just a couple weeks ago. And to do that, I strung a few plans together. Um, 
Number two, you got to figure out how you want to use your plan. There's so many options. There's you can do training plans online. You can do them through apps. You can do um, like a physical piece of paper. Uh, you can do it on a spreadsheet. Uh, then you need to figure out, do you want to train by time or distance? You also want to figure out, okay, for my faster efforts, do I want to go by pace or heart rate? Um, my best advice is just to find out what works for you. There's a ton of different options out there. Uh, I'm trying to beat the mosquitoes off real quick. So you just look at what training plans are out there start piecing together what you think is going to work for you. You know your schedule, you know your body, you know how you best work out. So for me, I don't like anything that gets super complicated. You know, if I look at these plans, especially for triathlons where it's got the swim sets broken out into doing 10, 12 different things per swim, I know I'm just going to shut down and not do any of it. So I'd rather do something that's pretty simple and straightforward than nothing at all. You know, so... I just know that that's what works for me, but, um, and that's kind of generally how I do it. I kind of Frankenstein some plans together, um, but over the course of these past 11 years, I've determined what works, and I know, okay, I can look at a training plan and see, okay, here's really the key things, and I want to incorporate that into a plan, um, but here's some other stuff that I know is not going to work for me, or I know I'm not going to be able to hit those kind of things, and so I don't put those in there. I put in a modified version. Uh last thing is you want to use the plan. Once you get it put together, um, you want to use it. You want to have that to where, you know, if you know you're going to need some rest days, you want to build those rest days in. But if there's a workout scheduled and that's part of the plan, you want to do everything you can to hit that. You know, obviously if injuries come along or sickness or all of those kind of things come up, you want to be flexible. But to me, a training plan is the embodiment of plan the work, and then work the plan. That is the tool that's going to get you to your goal. So you want to make sure that whatever plan you're using, that when you're constructing it or when you're going through and selecting it, you want to find something that's going to work for you and that you're going to be able to follow. That is the most important thing. Um, so there are some great resources for training plans out there. There's a ton of free ones. There's also paid options uh, for free. One of my favorite running uh training plan resources is Hal Higdon. He is a, a, like a guru when it comes to training plans. And there's he's got 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon. He's got beginner, intermediate, advanced, advanced too. So you can look at his website. I think it's just halhigdon.com. And you can see what kind of plans he has out there. Um, there's also magazines like Runner's World or Triathlete or Trail Runner magazine, Trail Running. They've A lot of times in the actual physical magazine will have training plans you can tear out and then put into a spreadsheet or upload into something, Google Calendar, you know, whatever you want to use. Um, there's just a ton of resources out there. All right, so that's some of the free training plan resources. There's also a ton of paid training plan resources. There's sites like Training Peaks, um, where you can go in, you can select a coach uh, or select a, a plan that a coach has uploaded. Uh, there's Endurance Nation, which uh, they're a group of uh, coaches. They've got a, a weekly podcast that's pretty good. Free podcast, but a lot of their content on their site is paid, so you can select different training plans. And those are plans generally where they're going to be checking in with you on your progress. Um, you know, I, I don't do Strava. I don't do heart rate 
I don't do any of that kind of stuff. I try to keep it really simple. And so the appeal of paying for something, having someone checking in on me, uh, that is not a motivator for me. But for some people, that's going to be a real motivator to get out there and do the workouts when you know someone's going to be checking in with you. But I don't know. If you've got questions about training plans, call in, let me know, add a comment to this. Uh, I know that was just a real brief overview, but I think the most important thing when you're looking at building out your training plan is just to check online. You know, you can just do Google free triathlon, uh, free sprint training plan, free marathon training plan, free Ironman training plan, whatever it is you're looking for. And then just start looking through those and seeing what you think is going to work for you. Um, you know, maybe try out some shorter ones. If you're not liking it, move on to something else. Um, but I, I would definitely try to try something before you get into specifically training for an event. One reason I love doing training plans in Excel is that I have the freedom to move things around. You know, a lot of long runs might be on, on a training plan on a Sunday. For me, that doesn't work. I want to do it on a Saturday. Uh, but then you also want to be careful if you start shifting stuff around. You want to look at how the plan's constructed and see, okay, I'm not going to do a hard speed work effort on Friday if I'm going to move my laning, move my long run to Saturday. So you want to be mindful of that if you start shifting stuff around um, and, and just kind of be cognizant of where it's at in the original training plan and try to keep that when you move it around on yours, if that makes any sense. Hopefully that does. Um, but for me, like I also like to schedule in my octane training classes, like on Mondays and Fridays, sometimes Wednesdays. Um, so I just really like the flexibility that Excel offers and I've I've tried for years to figure out the best way to have the training plan online but then also keep a training log and do I keep it all in a journal do I try to keep it online and then make notes in the spreadsheet so finally after about 10 years this year I finally found the best way for me is to have I have a spiral bound notebook and I print out my training plan paste it in or tape it into the front cover so I've got that always as a guide of what I'm going to do and I know okay if I'm going to be traveling in a few weeks I need to look and see okay here's what's on tap for the training so it's just always there to have at a glance the whole plan um, but then in the actual notebook itself I'm able to make notes on the actual workouts and for a long time I tried doing all of that in one place try to keep the plan make the notes in the plan and all that. And it just gets really confusing. But you can, basically all of this is to say, you just got to find what works for you. And that's going to take some trial and error. But, um, you know, definitely the key to hitting any sort of goal is getting that work planned out for several weeks ahead of time. And then just logging those miles, getting the training done. And then it's going to make your race day a lot easier. So there's just a rambling uh piece of information on training plans. If you've got more questions or you have suggestions on where you find your training plans, let me know, call in, leave a comment. Love to share that. All right, it is about 12 o'clock on Friday afternoon. I am driving home for lunch and I am thinking about Hurricane Harvey. It is like bearing down on the Texas coast and I'm starting to get a little worried. My uh, family, so I'm a, from grew up in Clear Lake, Texas, which is about 30 miles south of downtown Houston and about 30 miles north of Galveston. So if you're familiar at all with that area, it's just kind of right in between the two on I-45 
Uh, it is the home of the Johnson Space Center, which is claim to fame, um, which is pretty cool. But anyway, so the uh, hurricane is headed straight for Corpus Christi and is expected to make landfall sometime tonight and then just kind of work its way up the coast um, and just produce a ton of rain and winds and storm surge just real bad you know sort of devastation predicted and I have two sisters and a niece who still live in that area and all of them are gone so my uh, sister uh, left today and niece was planning to leave today and my other sister is just out of town <laughs> so hopefully her house will be okay but I don't know it's just kind of weird thinking about it looking at um you know reading all the news reports and seeing everything and just thinking like man our kind of where we're from is right in the path of that and my twin sister Megan they have a beautiful home and a pool and I'm just really hoping that doesn't flood uh, we had some major flooding here in North Louisiana about a little over a year and a half ago last uh, March of 2016 and you can just I mean it's just devastating you can just see what kind of damage water can do so definitely thinking of everyone who may be in the path of Harvey up here in North Louisiana, we probably won't see much impact from it, maybe other than some rain. But just thinking of those folks and hoping everything turns okay, maybe the hurricane will hit and it'll just dissolve like some of them do, usually do. But I don't know, it's not looking that way. So thoughts going out, hashtag Harvey.